Hi, I'm Sam Tucker from the radio show Food for Thought about veganism and animal rights. You can find me at ffttradio.wordpress.com and you're listening to Coexisting with Non-Human Animals. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Vegetarian. Vegan. Yeah, well. Let's get it right. You used the word animals, but I suppose what you should have said is non-human animals. And once more joining me for a group chat, I have William Paul, Elizabeth Collins and Emmy James. Uh, Elizabeth, how have you been? Hi, Jordan. I've been really great. Thank you so much for letting me be on your show again. It's great to have you here. And we have Emmy James. Emmy, how are you? Hi, Jordan. I'm good. Thanks. It's great to hear that. And we have William Paul. How are you, William? Good evening, Jordan. Thanks. It's great to be here and I'm loving the summer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been enjoying it a bit too much as well. I've been having the last couple of days off and I'm kind of sunburned at the moment. I was sitting <laughs> out in the garden. It's been about... Um, mid-twenties I'd say in Invercargo at the moment and I've been sitting out in the garden eating apples and the chicken friends sit on me and I tried to get a video of it today I had a hen that jumped on my head and she was sort of if I didn't have sunglasses on I'd probably be blinded by now Aww. and she was eating apple out of my mouth if I opened my mouth it was but I tried to record it but it, it didn't get quite the angle right so that was fun but I am sunburnt at the moment for everyone interested Ouch. Uh, yeah <laughs> So I hope for this group chat we can talk about the things in 2010 and then we can talk about what we'd hope to do for the next year, 2011, you know, because it's the last year before the world goes boom. And so <laughs> 20, 2010 was quite fun, I think. 
Um, I thought we could start off by talking about the main stories that were covered as animal rights and animal welfare, and the two seem to get mixed up. So the first one I'd have to mention would be the pig welfare stuff. That seems to be the main story about everyone getting upset about how pigs are treated in New Zealand. What do you all have to think about that? Well, I think it was a very, I think it was probably the most predominant animal welfare uh, campaign that kept coming up in New Zealand. You know, there were countless Sunday programs and media coverage over that campaign. And, you know, we, I know at the street stall and talking to people that um, that theme kept coming up about pig welfare as being covered with rights and people getting confused exactly. as with it as being a rights campaign. And, you know, just constantly having to explain to people that, you know, this pig welfare campaign and the audit had nothing to do with the rights of pigs. And it was just, I think it was the most predominant animal welfare theme in New Zealand for 2010. Yes, I agree. I saw the evidence at the stall as well. And I was even speaking to Greenpeace and... Um, they mentioned it as well. So it kind of, um, whenever anybody saw our stall, they just assumed, oh, well, these are animal people. Oh, well, they must be all about this, the pigs. And we had to sort of say, no, we're about veganism. <laughs> and they, look, they looked at us, you know, like we were aliens or something. What do you mean? And I always think after we have these kind of things, I wonder if the other animals will get as much coverage. I see that they're already starting up the sort of the battery cage hens as they call them and they're using that same song welcome home you know that, whatever it is the female folk singer it's not Nora Jones or it's right, those kind right. of sounding things so it's like come on safe don't be cheap you know buy another license to use another song they probably just got the other one given to them yeah those um, commercials are horrible yeah it's pretty upsetting for me I've seen the one for the chickens I've only seen it online since I don't watch television and to see hens when I look after so many you know um, yeah. But I do wonder if the other animals will get as much coverage. I, I really doubt it because this pig thing has just been pig, 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 pig. And mm. I don't think they've ever given as much coverage to any other animal before. So, Well, even at the at the New Zealand Vegetarian Festival in Auckland, eh, Emmy and William? Um, I, we didn't spend a lot of time... Um, we actually really enjoyed ourselves and we went to the cooking show. So we didn't spend a lot of time looking at the safe stall or the other stalls about animal welfare. But they were wearing pig costumes there. I mean, this is a vegetarian festival, presumably vegetarians, even though some of them eat, you know, other animals. They don't – none of them have – I've never heard a vegetarian claiming to eat pork. So it's like even at the vegetarian festival, they had – it's just all about getting donations. Right. Yeah. Quick I just pork and – I just remember seeing them in their pig costumes and I think that was the first instance that I saw, you know, the whole costumes thing properly where I just thought, you know, you look so stupid. You know, why are you doing that? It's just so so wrong and not and for an event like this, you know, why? You you just look like the odd ones out. You I can't take you seriously, you know. <laughs> I did think it was weird. I really did think it was weird at the vegetarian festival with all this vegan, you know, vegan everywhere that they were wearing the pig costumes and everything was all about the pigs. So sauerkraut's what they were about this this year, 2010. Safe was about the pigs. As Jordan mentioned, next year, 
we'll see what they come up with. Won't be veganism, though, I don't think. Hmm. Well, um, I suppose we can talk about what we ourselves have been doing in 2010. The very, 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 very end of 2010 was quite interesting for the amount of vegan associations and vegan <laughs> societies that have all popped up. So... Um, I just, you know, I thought it's an interesting time to sort of move on the topic, um, just because a, a criticism I've heard before about abolitionist vegans is apparently that, you know, all we do is just fight with other people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've always found it kind of funny, you know, all you do is complain and fight all the time. Well, I, I, you know, I'm just a one-man vegan society down here, you know, I think I'm doing as well as anyone. I haven't heard of too many other one-person vegan societies. Exactly. And I think... Um, Elizabeth and William, you guys have both got the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association. How's that going? Hey, I we just came up with the idea of, of getting a little more coherent with regard to um, materials, really, and having more organization to... Um, to give, um, rather than just Elizabeth and Williams talk about veganism and animal rights, mm-hmm. Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association is a, we're, you know, the honest truth is we're trying to get other people to join us in promoting veganism. I mean, that is what the movement is about. I mean, hello, we want people to promote veganism with us. The more people who do it, hello. So we figure we're inspired by the um, Invercargill Vegan Society. You know, I mean, you're our inspiration. I mean, we're copying everything you do. I mean, watch out. Everything you do, Jordan, we're going to copy. So just get ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always fun. I mean, you know, my point is that we're doing as much as anyone else in New Zealand, I think. And I remember hearing when I've criticized SAFE before sometimes, I've heard that, uh, you know, particular leaders of SAFE were the number one animal rights activists in, in New Zealand. And I always thought that was a bit odd that people asking not to buy caged pork so you know we're doing as well as anyone else here all the abolitionist vegans here we're all working hard and um hopefully i'm going to get some more coverage because i always complain as much as i can letters to the editor (laughs) and i complained about a a recent piece that was all about um giving away free-range turkeys it was and it had this like hideous picture how anyone would want to eat something that looked like that this just awful looking corpse of a of a free range turkey supposedly because we don't really eat turkeys in New Zealand right maybe in the right. north island but certainly not in the south island um so it's very odd to see that and to see them giving it away as a prize and they were talking about something like the direct quote was I'm just looking at it now because happy food is yummy food and I was like uh reading that I was out in the garden with my chicken friends all around me and to see that picture and hear them describe happy mm-hmm. food is yummy food and I emailed the editor and the person that put it in the little publication, and it turns out that person is a vegetarian themselves, and I I knew that, and they said presumably they were covering it because they have to, they felt they have to, and that they apparently picked the most disgusting picture they could find of you know the turkey flesh, and um, I just think it's very odd that a vegetarian felt she had to be covering this, that her, she's in charge of this little community paper and that she felt that they had to give them away in the first place and you know just the line happy food is yummy food it's just really upsetting for me so she said that um, to balance out the coverage the Invercargill Vegan Society which is you know world renowned (laughs) will be getting coverage soon in that paper so that's going to be quite fun 
That's fantastic. Do you are you going to follow up on that? Don't let her just sure. blow you off. Excellent. Sure. You know what is it? The the squeaky wheel gets the grease or whatever. Although in Japan, yeah. I hear it is what is it? The the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. Well, I've been complaining mm. for long enough, and apparently, you know, the mighty Invercargill Vegan Society is going to get an interview and, and appear in the paper. So that'll be pretty that cool. That's unbelievable. We can publish that. You know, because the thing is, is sorry to butt in, but. You know, the abolitionist movement is a worldwide movement. They've had it in the States for like, you know, I mean, Gary Francione is from the States, but there are other people promoting abolition in England, and they've been doing it for a couple of years longer than than what we've done here. I mean, when I came to New Zealand, nobody had even heard of Gary Francione. So um, it's a worldwide movement. I mean, that's what people don't understand. And, you know, you're going to get, if you get published in a paper, we're going to publish your stuff, and it's going to go all over the world. You know, it's an inspiration. You know, and there are probably plenty of abolitionists who aren't, yeah. you know, getting have websites Drama and things queens. Just doing it. They're not attention <laughs> seekers like us. So we like we're like the equivalent of you know like um, I'd rather go naked than wear fur and all that. I'm gonna get naked on yeah. the street door. <laughs> yeah. gonna attract publicity. <laughs> we're like the abolitionist equivalent of that. Always getting our like face in the papers, right? That'll be like my new charge. Oh, he just wants to get his face in the paper all the time. I'll be in there like once. Um, yeah. So there's plenty of other abolitionists here that we never really cover. That I never really cover, I should say. And one of those is Vish in Wellington. Right. Yeah. Our fantastic advocate. Wellingtonian Vish, you know, I remember when he came up to Auckland last year and I know Liz and I just learned so much from him, you know, talking to people on the street, at the street stall, asking them questions, just we're better position ourselves and just, you know, I learned a lot from him in the short time that he was up here with us, you know. Me too. I learned heaps from Vish. Um, I do miss talking to him. I sometimes email him and say, hey, you know, um, uh, I need you, <laughs> but um, he he's he's getting a degree. He's, he's I think he's in the middle. I think he's just now got his bachelor's or his master's and something. So he's moving. He's doing a lot of stuff, um, but he uh, certainly um, is at every chance that he can get. He's one of the best advocates I've ever met, and yeah, I really do value every every moment that I can learn from Vish. I really do. Well, he's certainly inspirational for me because I've said all you guys that go out there on the streets, you know, it's very very exciting for me to learn and to hear more from you guys. And so he seems to be like someone that really does get out there and he deals with a lot of people um, that aren't vegan. And so that's very exciting for me. And I'd love to hear any tips from you guys, from William and Elizabeth in particular. You guys are out there on the streets, right, with the table. And how do you think that's been going for 2010? Well, I mean, I just love being on the street. I just love doing street advocacy and, you know, talking to people face to face. Um, not not only on the streets of Auckland, but, you know, um, even at school. You know, I've had numerous conversations with teenagers, people my own age, about veganism mm-hmm. and abolition and, you know, talking to vegetarians and you know and i always and i learned very early on just to always carry literature in my bag i carry you know three of every three of every pamphlet just so i can give them to people and i do that after i have a conversation with them so they can take something after the conversation and read it at home later i you know i just love talking to people face to face ah 
That's very interesting for me because I've started carrying around my business cards with me and I've been handing, I've given some of those out to people I meet. And I haven't really had any many in-depth conversations because of the card. I hope it's got my website on it and it's got my email. And I hope that more people are checking out my website, for example, and they'll hear my show. And when they're there, of course, then they'll see like the Abolitionist Approach one, NZ Vegan, they'll see a whole bunch of other ones. And mm. I was just wondering for you guys that hand out pamphlets and things, do people ever criticize you for that? Because I notice, especially when I'm online, if I ever dare to use links to anyone else, oh, you can't think for yourself and things. And I find that really funny. I think it's quite funny to think that they criticize <laughs> you for thinking about the position before, that you've thought about sort of animal rights and, and veganism before. And if you sound like you're doing it all on yourself, then you sound like just like a weird loner guy from Invercargill with chicken friends. But if you link to other people, then they say you can't think for yourself. Have you guys always had good responses from handing things out? Yes, I, I can say we've never that. been. Yeah, we've never been accused of, you know. The, I, I'm often saying to people, look, you know, because the, the problem is like because I'm not very well organized. I don't have or as much as I'm supposed to have had. I want to get a New Zealand abolitionist vegan nutrition pamphlet out, and I'm just going to emulate the Boston Vegan Association pamphlet with the New Zealand twist and the other and the vegan society from the UK which has been promoting you know they they know about the nutrition so I, that's one thing we want to do but when we give out our literature we've never been William I can't remember anybody who's ever com- accused us of that online it does happen online's different online mm-hmm. it does but never in the street people don't say oh well this is from a-. they don't even complain that it's from America to be honest and we sort of put it out that we say look this is from America you know we're coming up with our own literature but you know the basics are the same animal use is the same all around the world I don't care what country you're from it's all the same and they can kind of relate when it comes to the nutrition then we say well we're coming up with our own because that's in pounds and we use kilos you know that's in ounces and we use you know mil- you know what do we use grams or is it grams? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been American. They always say, you know, drugs taught Americans the metric system, though. You know, they do it by the gram and everything. But. <laughs> <She> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think the response on the street is more or less, you know, what organization are you? And it's just, you know, we're not an organization. It's an approach, right? And you're an association now, don't forget. Oh, yeah, we are officially now. <laughs> But in the past. And what else do we need? We need like a brotherhood as well, the brotherhood of abolitionist vegans. Oh yeah, brotherhood, sex, fraternity. All of it, yeah. Yeah, the masons of the abolitionist approach, sure. (laughs) I'm working on all this. Okay, so, I mean, I'm really glad that you guys can get out there and hand out pamphlets. I've spoken with friends and given pamphlets to friends, but I've never really given out pamphlets to people on the street before. Although I am starting to get interested in talking to more people and handing out the business cards, which hopefully redirect them on to all that stuff. Just so that want sounds... to say, Jordan, we handed out one of your business cards. We 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 are really? we handing your business cards out too. Yes, we are, and we don't have our own yet, but we hand them out to, um, you know, because we want to show people that it's not just me and William. It's people in Invercargill, it's people in Wellington, and it's people in Hamilton area. You know, we want to show them that hey, you know, it's not. This is a real thing. You know, jump on board. <laughs> yeah, we're nationwide and international. Well, that's pretty cool, just as long as you don't sign up for, like, a credit card in my name or something. That'll be fine. Oh, damn. Oh, hey, we've got to return that um, tent that we ordered. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. And so I think it's really cool that we have a lot of pamphlets and that we're thinking of designing our own. And I'm certainly, I've printed out quite a few. I've got the Abolitionist Approach one is my main one that I've got. And I've gotten some things from Peaceful Prairie before I've printed out. 
And I'm I gonna think... send you. I'm gonna send you some of my Boston Vegan Association pamphlets. I've got a whole box of them. They sent me a huge amount. Um, I feel like rather than <laughs> me ordering another huge box from them because it is quite expensive for them to send to New Zealand, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm gonna send you some Jordan. Those pamphlets are awesome. They're color. They look really, you know. People go for like glossy. You know, we can't. We're a very visual culture. We go for the colors. We go for the glossiness. So they can compete with the vegan outreach pamphlets with regard to, you know, visuals. So I'll, I'll send you some. We of sound those. like a bunch of like magpies or Kia, which are native <laughs> birds in New Zealand that go for like shiny objects and they steal shiny things. Okay, yeah. so maybe it's our national culture then, shiny things. Okay, I, oh, I should. I think it's worldwide with people. Hmm. I do. So, I mean, I think that's great that so many of us are getting out there. And Emmy, you've done projects before, right? For for your filming and animation before that cover all these things. Yeah, I've done um, a few animations and things just to try to get the message out there. It's great. And, and Sam's always active. And Sam has been making more T-shirts, I hear. He made one for you. Yep, he made me a T-shirt with my logo on it. And he's been making some vegan t-shirts for himself. See, I think that's great. I mean, I've got my one. It's from Sam. You know, a Sam Tucker original, as I've always said. And it mm. says, um, it's about the beef beef and lamb ads here, which are presented by celebrities who dance around to We Love to Boogie, the T-Rex song. Um, Elizabeth mm. knows it. Um, yeah. Yeah, to, see, to us, to us. <laughs> the dinosaur amongst us has heard of it. To the T-Rex, yeah. <laughs> Um, to the rest of us, it's just the beef and lamb, you know, song. <laughs> you know, we didn't no, know it was sung by Mark Boland, you know, by the vegetarian. <laughs> they stole it, man. They ripped it off. They killed a memory. They ruin it. They ruin it. How could T-Rex people sell them that song? <laughs> I will never forgive them for that. I'm going to tell Roger. He's a huge T-Rex fan. They're sellouts, man. They went commercial. You remember them from the good old <laughs> days before they went all you know, commercial. Okay, so we're doing these things. The t-shirts, I think, are a great idea, and I'm going to start wearing more of my vegan ones, and we're working on some of those. Hint, hint. This is foreshadowing for near the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great that we're getting out there and doing these things. We're going to have our own pamphlets soon and our own shirts, thank, thanks to Sam, and we're all working on it. So what are some things that have stood out in the year 2010 for all of us? I could say for, for myself, the things that I'm most proud of doing for activism is probably just having my podcast and... I've made so many great friends from around the world. It's just great to stay in touch with other people. And have you guys, have you had any particular people that you've talked to when you're talking on the street or any particular animation or project you've worked on that really stood out that you thought was doing a really great job for promoting animal rights? I love Emmy's animations. I think that, um, you know, this is this is a very modern um, and viable way of getting the message out there. And how do you find it, Emmy, when you present your projects in your classes or to your, you know, to your peers? Do they, are they, are they really, I mean, are they into the work so much, like the animation itself, that they kind of just look at that and say, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then they see the message and go, oh, wow, hey, you know, this is really awesome animation and it's about veganism. Do you have anybody who sort of, is there any kind of comments on the content or is everybody concentrating on, on their own projects? What, what's the kind of reactions you're getting from your peers? Well, most of the comments um, I have from people who... Um, yeah, who I've j- just shown the animation to that I get really positive comments. We would love to um, get you to c- 
commission you to do some work for us when we get more and more going because you know I think that I think that animation I mean I love the the videos and things on on Gary Francione's website the thing I love about animation is you can create anything and one of the things I love about like my I would love I've, I've even had some ideas and I'm you know when I when I can I'm gonna try to talk to you about them Emmy because I love the idea of creating animation that shows a vegan human race and shows people and addresses all these concerns that they have like what about the amount of land and oh we're all going to run out of vegetables and all this kind of stuff I think that you know we have this endless with animation there is no limits you can show the future you can show what's possible because you make it up and you draw it and I love the idea that we can sort of visually show people because people do respond to visuals as well as words. I mean, they're, they're actually they've, you know, some people respond better to pictures than words. So I love that you're doing this. I think it's fantastic. And, um, you know, we really are hoping that we can get more and more sort of, you know, and um, we would love to commission some stuff from you. I mean, I definitely, I definitely have some ideas that I wanted to pitch to you, um, but um, just, you know, yeah, and, 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 you, and yeah, I'd love to do some more. Awesome um, animations. But... I mean, I've just loved doing street advocacy and just talking to people face to face. You know, yeah. I feel I've just learned so much um, advocacy wise, and just how to talk to people, and just you know, become better at explaining things just in general. And I think it's just given me a lot of confidence as well, which is great. Well, that's you know. Great. To be able to stand on the street and, you know, allow people to come up to you and talk to you and hold conversations across different topics, you know, that's, confidence is really valuable to me and that's what I love, what I've gotten out of doing street advocacy and I just love being part of, you know, a worldwide movement of positive, empowering people. Mm, Me too, good one. I agree, and um, I do find that I don't know, William. I don't know if I could have done it without you. I have to be honest. I started it by myself, but I just I'm so lucky that you're here. And you know, we're we're going to just keep promoting and promoting in New Zealand so that Jordan has people, Emmy and Sam have people. I mean, Vish has more people. You know, it's going to take off. There's always this little bit of resistance in the beginning, but there's it's just you know the 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 welfare groups are just so well established and they've got so many members. We just kind of have to keep doing what we're doing, but it is fun. Now, another thing is we're very lucky, William, to be in Auckland, on the main right. street. We're it's very different for us. We have to recognize that than it is in the Waikato or in 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 Vicargo. You know, we get people coming for us. I mean, we've given away two Japanese pamphlets, um, a couple of German pamphlets. Um, I know there are tourists in the South Island and things like that. Um, no, Elizabeth, because no one comes here to visit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's very very touristy in in places like that. So that would. For me, that would be probably Jordan, to be honest, and Emmy okay. even, I don't know. Um, I don't know, probably would be your main source of conversations in the beginning, um, productive conversations, because, um, you know, we, we a lot of the New Zealanders, I mean, we had a guy, I'll tell you the other day something happened, a guy said, 
pigs aren't he, he saw we had the sign saying sentience is all that meant what did we what was our sign uh oh uh, no sentient being should be treated as a thing and we also have our peaceful prairie pig um picture of the pig's face looking at your in your eyes and saying how do you say don't kill me hmm. and he came over very angrily and this was a new zealander and said what is this is this talking about pigs and we were confused because we did we forgot we had that sign in the front and then he said pigs aren't sentient and he walked away really quickly before we could even answer him mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot of pig farming in New Zealand there's a lot of pig farming in a lot of places and I think a lot of the people who get really angry and get really upset are people who might themselves be involved in in it and yeah. well I mean I always talk on the farming section of forums and I've talked to farmers in person and I do say I'm always I'm always quite clear to them, you know, hey, I'm vegan, you're not vegan, you're a farmer, but I'm going to talk to you the same as I talk to everyone else. I make it quite clear to them because it's not like I'm going to say, you know, oh, well, I mean, I suppose you've got a few hundred thousand dollars in it. Well, you know, just as long as you don't slap them around a bit, you know, then it'll be fine. You know, then I'd be a hypocrite, wouldn't I, if I changed my message and if I talked down to people. And I'd hate it because, you know, I'm just an uneducated redneck from the bottom of the South Island, you know, the bottom of the world. I wouldn't like You're it if someone... You're so not uneducated. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it if someone sort of like did the, like, the little kid voice like, Hi, Jordan. You know, you're too stupid to understand veganism, so I'm going to talk down to you. I wouldn't like that myself. So exactly. I talk, you know, Thank we talk you. to farmers the same as we talk to everyone else. Thank and about... Uh, you mentioned like the word, you know, no sentient being deserves to be treated as... Um, I start off using that as well, but I think maybe we should work at not using the word treatment ever or treated. And I know, I'm, it's I'm so trying funny to I'm trying to change it to um like um to be seen viewed. as to be seen oh, as a thing. Said viewed. Oh, no, viewed. Sorry. Okay. sorry, it says Oh god, I have to go get it. It doesn't say treated because of okay. that very reason. You yeah. know, it's so funny. On the forum the other day, Gary Francois was really upset because people he was like, People come on to me because he says animals shouldn't be treated as property and they're like, Aha, you're talking about treatment. He's like, You can't win with these people. Animals shouldn't be property, you know. But yeah, you're right. No, we say no it says no sentient being should be viewed as a thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's it right is. then. Yeah. You guys have got it right then. And someone else I found really inspiring was Sam Tucker. And Sam's always had his radio show. I mean, he's the youngest one of us all, and he's one of the ones that are the most prolific. You know, it's just amazing all the things he's done. We've mentioned the T-shirts, but also pamphlets and websites, um, to, as well as his radio show, which was Food for Thought. I think that was great. I mean, I listened to it on the podcast version. And to think that he's on the radio, you know, to anyone that tunes in on the car radio or whatever, and I listened to, you know, on the other side of the country, and I was able to listen to over the internet, and it was great to hear him. And Sam on the Food for Thought show, he always covered all different bands that were vegan and just news that was coming up. I thought it was great. I, I too, am very, very inspired by all the work that Sam does. And I find that Sam is, he inspired me because he's a doer. So he'll say, you know, I'll say, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this, and I haven't actually got around to doing it yet. And Sam just does it. He just does it. Boom. There's there's the the t-shirts. Boom. There's the websites. Boom. He's just he's just on a, um on a go. So cuz he couldn't be here tonight, we really are hoping that we're representing him well, but he's an inspiration to me, a huge inspiration to me. Yeah, I've enjoyed listening to Sam's radio show so much and I think it's great that, you know, he has a radio show that you know, it's a radio show, you know, people can tune into it in their homes and my favorite thing that Sam said on his radio show was when 
when you talked about human rights and animal rights and said, you know, since becoming vegan, I've become more involved with human rights. And when he said that, I was like, oh my God, yes, me too. And Emmy, we should mention your podcast as well. How have you been doing mm-hmm. with your podcast? It's great to hear, you know, so Elizabeth doesn't get lonely, the only female <laughs> voice out there. Yeah, it's been great doing the podcast. Yeah, it's been one of the highlights of this year, starting that. Well, I've yeah. certainly enjoyed listening to it. It's been great. Me too. Awesome. And of course, the website that powers it as well. And, you know, you've written some things on, on your website that you've published on um, Facebook as well. I think some of the things that you write are really insightful, especially about the things that you witness where you live. Um, I'm I'm insulated compared to a lot of you guys. Me and William, really, we are insulated, eh, William? Yeah. We don't we don't have to watch little baby calves and their mothers in the fields. You know, we 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 don't see that. Um, yeah. I mean, there are other things we see, but you know, not yeah. not compared to live animals. You know. Yeah, we don't we don't have to um, see the farms around us. I have lived on farms, but I wasn't vegan. Um, so it always sort of touches my heart when you guys write about those things or when I read the, the conversations and the debates that Jordan has with the farmers, which are just incredible. I mean, I learn a lot just reading those. Well, I think um, we've all been looking forward to this for a long time and I'm you know giddy with excitement right now. It's fun to finally unveil that all the New Zealand abolitionist vegans have been working together and we've got our own store on Zazzle. Zazzle is a store where everyone can have their own clothing and things and I think it's really cool. So you, you can find us at www.zazzle, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E, or Z-A-Z-Z-L-E, for our American <laughs> friends, .co.nz slash nzvegan. And it's really exciting that we're all working together, and we've got an account, we've got a store, and we're designing our own t-shirts and things. Um, so Emmy's really great with clothing, and Sam too. Sam's been making his own shirts for years now. And so we've got Sam Tucker Originals and Emmy James Originals shirts, and that's pretty cool. And uh, some of the other things we've been working on, um, I've been asking Elizabeth to make NZ Vegan branded reusable shopping bags because for the longest time I've had to use a safe one. And that's not very, mm. you know, that's not very fun. It's one of the Love Pigs ones and I sort of managed to scratch oh. off all the pig stuff on it. So it's just kind of this, like, this black looking bag made out of plastic, recycled plastic, and it's got this kind of pink stuff on it. You can't tell it's a pig anymore. Uh, you can't tell they are a pig, I should say. <gasps> it's a speciesist. Um, it's, it's, English. it's the English language. It's tough. <laughs> you got to be constantly vigilant. So it's, it's, so it's going to be really cool when you guys start making your own bags as well. Because I've tried I making did. my own coexisting bag. Well, there are bags on there with my logo. They're really I'm going to have to buy go. some of those too. So that's really exciting, guys. That we're finally managing to get sort of t-shirts and things. We could even be making, you know, mugs and all kinds of things. You can make anything on Zazzle. And so hopefully, I mean, it's going to be great. I'm going to be wearing this stuff, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of it come out. I'm definitely going to be carrying bags with our podcasts and blogs. We're going to make some T-shirts with our Abolitionist Vegans Association, the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans Association logo on there, which is just a way of identifying that we are a group, a grassroots organization that wants to get together and promote veganism. We're going to promote, um, you know, Emmy's work. I mean, you know, it's all about getting the message out there. It's not about, um, it's just, you know, it's just wearing it on you. I mean, I've painted vegan on my jackets before. For, but I love the idea of of I'd love wearing the word vegan on me 
any chance I get. So I just I love the idea of wearing more and more vegan clothing. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and I can't so wait to start designing more shirts. I mean, it's going to be great. And people, if people are interested in owning a piece of you know Emmy James original stuff, um, I I presume that Zazzle and other countries can print out our designs so people from around the world can get it. And it's all, we're not making any money on it. It's all at cost price. And I think it's all quite affordable. And I just think it's really cool that people from around the world can design things and we can get them printed in our own country by the New Zealand Zazzle or the print shop that they work with. And I think it's just really cool. I do too. And thank you for, um, for coming up with that idea. Um, whoever found the website, was it you, Jordan, that found that website? I can't remember if it was you or Emmy. We can both take credit. Rock on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Emmy and Jordan. So it's really yes. cool, and it's, it's, you know, it's working. We've got the first things on the way now. Has anyone else received anything? No. I've, no. I've got my first order on the way, and my first one is three of my shopping bags, and just to see how they're going to turn out, and um, a couple of these square badges with coexisting with non-human animals on it. But I'm going to get your stuff as well as soon as I can. It's just I thought I should do my own one just because I'm the one that made it. I thought I could see if anything was wrong with the design of it or something, what it looks like, you know. That's a good idea, and also I think it's great that you're – you know, especially where you're living, you're just sort of casually wearing it. I think it's going to, I mean, the design that you've got is so eye-catching and beautiful, that dragonfly, so. The damselfly, um, I should mention that Sam was oh, the one that put it together. Fly. Sam was the one that put really? it together when I asked. I, I, I mentioned the photo, and he also oh, came up with the name, that. Coexisting with Non-Human Animals, and I was just trying really? to ask. Yeah. I was trying to ask other people for help working it on it, and I was sort of thinking like, hmm, what's some kind of way to put, you know, living with animals, getting along with animals? And so it was Sam uh, Tucker. How old would he have been at the Sam. time? Um, Emmy, how old is Sam right now? He's just turned 15. Jeez, he would have been like 14, let's say. <laughs> let's just say so a 14-year-old from Hamilton in New Zealand, and he's the one that came up with this great idea. And because I've, I can't do design tools for crap on my iMac, you know, it doesn't come with like a, even a Microsoft Paint kind of body thing. Um, so I'm useless with the GIMP Steve as well. Steve Jobs, it, are you listening? Yeah, it, it, it crashes all the time, the GIMP, and it's just a, oh, it's a disaster. Bloody open source. I'm just trying to get some hate mail here. Um, it's just it's just terrible. Jwontdart at gmail.com. It's just awful, 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 awful. And so I asked Sam, and Sam was, was, let's say, he was 14 at the time, and he made that image from one I took in my backyard of a damselfly hanging off my hand, off my big finger. I'm looking like some kind of Goliath monster thing. And little damselfly, and they're gentle. He's monster. Yeah, and he chose the color and everything for the font, and it was it was great. I think that's coexisting brilliant. with non-human animals, and that's a Sam Tucker you know, piece of work there. So that's it's great that we all get can work together as a team and to work it's on the sizzle store. It is very important that we, you know, we all are helping each other. And so we have one other topic for tonight, and I, you know, it's been really cool for 2010 and stuff. But we can always do better, and I'm going to work harder to be a better activist. So for 2011, I'd like us to share what we all would like to see ourselves doing and what we hope to be doing and what we are going to be doing. It's not going to be one of those New Year's resolutions, you know, I'm going to lose 50 kilograms. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit unrealistic. But I don't think it's uh, unrealistic for the Invercargill Vegan Society's goal to be to double the membership, you know, a whole 200%, you know, to get a second person in there, that's a second actual member. Me. I think I can give myself a year to find a second person here. And yes. I think it's going to be great if I work on more ways to cover more things for my podcast and to cover more things for my blog. I hope to get more bumper intros from people around the world because I really like to have other people's voices on, not just my own. 
and it's really great to mention other people, what they're doing, where you can find them, their websites and things. And if they have sort of Zazzle stores of their own, that kind of thing, and Cafe Press, you can see what clothing they've worked on to promote veganism. I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm just going to try and do everything I'm doing now bigger and better. And hopefully if I complain to even more newspapers, maybe I can get veganism covered even more down here. So what would you like to be working on for 2011, Emmy? Hmm. Well, um, I'd quite like to start up a store like William and Elizabeth That's cool. are doing. Yeah, because I'd really like to um, start doing that. And you'll have Sam um, to help you as well, right? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, I'm and sure you guys will do great then. Both of you working together will be great. Yeah, that'll be really cool. And um, hopefully just spreading the word with my podcasts and animations and designing more t-shirts and, yeah, just hopefully getting the word out there. Well, that sounds great. Delicious. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to buying some Emmy James originals, as I've been saying for a while now. Definitely. That sounds really good. I'm really... Um, I'm glad that you're going to be doing that, Emmy. And me and William really want to get down and visit you guys because I have some things for you. I have business cards, badges, beautiful chicken feathers, and address and address um, labels from the Invercargill Vegan Society. I, was say, to you know, I didn't make no address. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> address, address labels. And um, so we we do we are hoping to get down and see you. Um, How far is it to Hamilton? <laughs> Uh, About an hour. An hour's drive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, just think about how lucky you guys are that you're only, you know, you can drive know. to each other. There's no We bloody... are very lucky. I know. Exactly. Now, I've hitchhiked up and down from the North Island a few times and across to the top of the south, and I know how long it takes to make it without your own car, so trust me. But um, anyway... So, Emmy just said all the stuff she was going to do. So, we should talk about what we're going to do, eh, William? We've got tons of plans. It just, everything hinges on me getting yep. my, oh, God. Well, okay. With regard to the Auckland Abolitionist Vegans, um, damn it, I keep wanting to say society, see? With regard it. to, no, we're not going to because we like the logo, because A-B-V-A-A, or whatever it is, A-B-V-A, A-B-V-A. Um... Anyway, with regard to what myself and William are, try are trying to, uh, planning to do, and William, you can cut in whenever you want. I've got all kinds of great ideas. We've been talking a lot about it um, at the stall. I definitely want to expand the stall and make it bigger. I am going to buy um, a bigger table, and we want to start making cupcakes. Now, I've never baked a cupcake in my life, in my life, but I've heard really? very good stories. <laughs> oh, no, not one single time. And I've heard very good stories from Ren and Jeff in Australia who are in Alice, Alice Springs, which is probably the least, uh, you know, vegan, what you would imagine veganism to be promoted in a place like Alice Springs would be the least friendly place, maybe apart from, I don't know, in Chicago, I don't know. Um, and they're having great success um, showing people that you can have all kinds of delicious food um, and they're just showing them the cupcakes because, to be honest, even myself when I went vegan, I really thought that was the end of cakes and cookies I really just like that's the end of it there's just no such thing as vegan baking I just had no idea I mean I really am serious I mean I really just assumed that was the end of it so I think that cupcakes are a great idea so we're going to expand our stall to include cupcakes and bigger signs bigger literature bigger table um, because Butterflies has got a new pamphlet out and we're going to make our own pamphlets. Plus we want to start doing more community activities such as information nights 
geared towards animal rights and promoting the abolitionist approach and that will mean hiring venues like the Grayland Community Center which is just up the road or the tea house um, these other other groups already do these things they hire out these places and things and they give talks so we really want to sort of start getting the community more involved and coming along and just hearing what we have to say yeah and we also want to go to you know public events if you know yes we can find appropriate ones to go to like the vegetarian festival Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we were a little bit slow on the uptake this this year because we were very, very busy with school and things. But we're definitely. I mean, I've already contacted the new, the um, Vegetarian Society and the Grayland Festival, and next year we will be at the Grayland Festival and at the New Zealand Vegetarian Society Festival. That's a given. They're going to send me all the literature in advance. I'm going to fill out all the paperwork. We're going to be all organised. There's no doubt about that. So we'll definitely be at those two events. But we'd like to, we would like to be at others. Um, community events where there are, you know, community gatherings happening. Well, that sounds and really cool. So, um, so what time of year are these normally scheduled or out, these kind of festivals and things? Later in the year. In the winter, there's not as much. So, um, we'll just be doing our stall, mostly. Mm. I mean, it sounds almost like it's rather an expedition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds almost like it's worthy of an expedition from people, you know, mountain men such as myself to sort of venture up north and to go and see what all the fuss is about these things. You I guys, where the, where the streets are paved with gold and you have a vegan store on every corner, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds quite, pretty cool. It might seem, yeah, definitely, definitely. So it'll, it'll probably take me a few weeks to make the journey, but um, if I make it alive, it sounds, you know, like it's real, well worth the risk. The risk of life and limb. You're going to mountain bike it? Sure. <laughs> Swim and cook straight. And, yeah. Good luck. So thank you everyone for joining me. It's been great to have you all here. Thanks for having us. It's been great having you here, Emmy. And, you know, 2011, it's starting in a few days and I'm looking forward to it. And I know we can all make all these things come true. It's not like some crazy fantasy wish as much as I would like the world to go vegan, you know, as soon as the, the clock ticks over 2011, boom, the puff of purple smoke comes mm -hmm. and we're all vegan. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, well, we're working on it. Great. We're working on it. We're working on it. on it. Absolutely. So we're all doing One what we day. can. And so yeah. I think hopefully we've mentioned what we'd like to do and I think it's quite clear that abolitionist vegans can succeed just as well as anyone else. We have... From Absolutely. you know, one man vegan vegan societies. <laughs> now I'm doing it too. Two person <laughs> vegan associations. Damn those associations. <laughs> we can make it work. Absolutely, Jordan. And this has been such an inspiring podcast. And thank you so much for having us on. Thank you, Jordan, for having us. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Yay. Year. It's been great having everyone on. <laughs> See you in the next year. <laughs> Away from the notion of animals as things and toward the moral personhood of animals. The choice is ours. If you're not vegan, go vegan. It's easy. It's better for you. It's certainly better for the planet. And most importantly, it's the morally right thing to do.